1: Bears fans, welcome to this week's edition of Bears on Tap, Packers Week edition. And guess what? I'm going to start this off with a real quick, fuck you, Packers. Guys, it's Packers Week. We are in week 15 of the NFL season. This is huge. Three games left in the season, guys. We still are in the hunt. If you ask the NFL graphic that they put up week in and week out, we're still in the hunt. There's still a chance. Ethan, how are you doing this week, buddy?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, just awaiting the arrival of my new Mitch Trubisky jersey, courtesy of you. Uh, I'm excited to show that off. Wear that around. Uh, it's a big week. It's Packer week, like you said. Um, I hate the Packers, so uh, I, th- I think we're I think we're gonna win. Uh, I do think we're gonna win. Uh, we. We'll get to our predictions later, but uh, yeah, we're beating the Packers this week, so let's go.
1: All right, Brandon, how you doing this week, buddy? You
2: guys both stole the words right out of my mouth. It's Packer Week, and like you both have said, fuck them. We're going to beat them by a thousand this week. This is not a Packers team that is firing on all cylinders like they were at some points this season. not afraid of what Mr. Rogers and LaFleur are going to throw at us this week, and We'll get into it today, but like I said, fuck them. Bears by 1,000.
1: So with that being said here, guys, I'm going to hit this real quick since I can, since it's a struggle for me. But long night ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, that got on the computer. I hit me a crack and my Mountain Dew for the night? So, all right, let's get into this real quick, guys. Injury report topic. Uh, it looks like Ben Bronnicker, Taylor Gabriel, both still in concussion protocol. They were both do not participate today. A little bit concerning for Taylor Gabriel's end of everything because that's the second big one of the year. Uh, Bobby Massey, Roy Robinson Harris, Danny Trevathan, and Javon Wims were all DNPs as well. Um, I would not expect to see Trevathan still, um, you know, and then the other two or the other three, I, I highly doubt it too prince was back in full due to the hamstring uh we'll see what happens kind of do need him for the depth purposes Tolliver did fine but uh, it would be nice to at least have him back and on the side of the packers uh fuck all of them they have a huge injury list um but a lot of those guys will be fine a lot of them were limited participations and you know full so it is what it is um but on the side of that, guys, the only other big news, unfortunately, is the loss of Roquan Smith for the rest of the year. We touched on that um, you know, at the end of the game last week when we did the post game. Um, but it is official now. He is done for the year. Uh, tough sight to see. So we're going to have to rely on Pierre Lewis to step into that front until maybe Trevathan gets back. Uh, he, he did an admiral job last week. But we'll see what he can do with the Packers this week. It just brings me back guys. And then the reason it hurts is how fast this defense started in week one against the Packers with Roquan with the first big tackle and Danny Trevathan right after. And now we don't have either one of them in this game. Uh, we're going to have to re- rely on, you know, uh, quit to, to come in and fill that number one middle linebacker spot. Cause he's your man, Ethan, other than Mitch Trubisky. Um, But the other big news, guys, of the week is obviously Akeem Hicks. Um, Still no official word on when he will be back. They are saying it looks like this week. I know everybody keeps saying, well, he's practicing. He's not officially off of the injured reserve list yet. So at this time, he is still not eligible to play until he is taken off of injured reserve, um, which I would expect within the next day or two. Wouldn't you say so, Brandon? Yeah, it's for those things where you got to
2: get that taken care of, especially, you know, the narrative and, and what everyone's really been hearing and saying is, yeah, we're getting them back in practice and we'll have them back ready to play by Green Bay. But like you said, until the official move is made. Obviously, our hands are tied. We can't do anything about that. And then on the topic of Roquan Smith, I did want to apologize I did later in the week find out that that drive that I was a little critical about him on last week's episode, he had a torn pectoral muscle for that whole drive, so...
1: Oh, he still played after the fact? Yes, yes. Oh, then he, must I, uh, have, he re-aggravated yeah. or made it worse or whatever. He, um, so, so I mean, there, there was one play
2: specifically um where it was like a stretch play where Zeke maybe like I don't know maybe like a 28 or I don't know exactly how the Cowboys would have their run set up on an outside run off the tackle and you know Roquan Smith is you know he's usually sideline to sideline he's usually making those tackles and I saw him get to like where the tackle was and almost set up or like you know it just it didn't look like Roquan out there and then later in the week you find out oh shit he played that, the whole
0: that drive. That was on the touchdown
2: run, too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think it may have been the touchdown run. Yeah. Yeah, and that's they, uh, they went
0: back and showed it on the slow motion after the fact, and it just showed. You can that. look,
2: he kind of he kind of slows up, or he you know, and I yeah. mean, I respect that not wanting to come out of the game, but goddamn, that's such a tough break at this, especially at this juncture in the season. what you know. With everything riding in, we've been saying it's the game of the week since like week four. We got to go one and oh every week. It's part of our job, but it's part of their jobs too. And like I said last week, losing some of the games that we lost, it's going to be real tough. Say we win two out of three or we win three out of three and we don't make the playoffs looking at our season as a whole.
1: Right. And that's, that's the big thing at this point is, you know, it is a week at its time and, you know, uh, unfortunately, like we've said guys, the the ball is not in their court anymore. This is officially uh, ball in court of the rest of the NFC North. Win your games. that's that's the first thing you have to take care of. Uh, and that starts this week, guys to go one and all, going up to Green Bay. and as we like to say, this is going to beat your big brother. We've got bare weather on the horizon. They're talking about five degrees at game time, and we're talking noon and it'll be five degrees. Game time, uh, up in Lambeau Field, that shit stain of a stadium. Um, you know, it, the is, thing is, this go is, ahead,
0: this, is a, this is a big, uh, shirtless pregame guy special. Oh, god, <laughs> <I don't, yeah. laughs> this, so, has, this has such co- a hardo move. This has, man. like, I mean, you know, like, haha's coming out like shirtless in Lambeau, like, the return to Lambeau, like. Five degrees. This has him and the DBs going out shirtless written all over it.
1: Unbelievable. But anyways, yeah, you're going to see Akeem Hicks out there. But uh, I'm, hey, speaking
0: of him, bro, I'm saying he's coming back. He, you know with his fiery passion. Oh, it's div- com- It's a whole they, different monster. He's coming back. He wants to play against Green Bay. The team's playoff hopes right on this game. What you know, I, I agree I with say, you. What, I think-
2: you know, as a football player, what more could you ask for? I They're think have the, to the,
0: the Thursday house. release, like it'll be, it'll be coming out tomorrow, like one o'clock. Akeem Hicks is playing.
1: Yeah, you're probably right because I think, uh, you know, like with, I said, he was eligible with, to return for this week, and I think they have to go by that eight-week span, so they cannot activate him until a certain day, and I think that would probably be at eight I, weeks by the, tomorrow, the
0: last, the last day of practice for the week two, so.
1: Right, and he's already been practicing, so it's not like it matters.
0: Yeah, Uh, like he's listed as a full participant on the injury report or something like that, and he'll be something like that will come out tomorrow. So,
1: so in that you know respects everything, we're not going to really cover what happened week one. We know both teams looked like dog shit, Um, but now that we come into week fifteen, Bears are on fire. Green Bay has not looked good. They have struggled. Yes, they have won their last, you know, they've won a couple of their last games. They're obviously doing really well. Their record shows it, but they're not looking good as a team right now. Um, So what is it do you think, Ethan, that gets the job done this week? What what kind of matchups do you like uh, for the two teams, you know, for in order for this team to take the victory, um, you know, or what issues do you pose Green Bay has for us?
0: Well, it comes down to the offensive game again. I mean, you can't get—we—it's shown all season long. You can't get the job done if the offense isn't clicking. Um, but like you said, I mean, this team is kind of, is finding their stride on offense, and it's been great to see. So, I think if you carry in what you did last week from from Dallas into this week, I don't think there's any way you can stop this Bears team. The defense has been hot. Like you said, this is bear weather. This is a game that the defense will be fired up for. Um, it, it it comes down to Mitch. It does. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it comes down to Mitch. And I think both of you can agree with me on that.
2: And, yeah, let me, let me jump in there right now. If Mitch goes out there and shows his ass, not literally, but he plays <laughs> the game of his life. I mean, hell, if he wants to do a Randy Moss touchdown celebration while he's out there and moon them, go for it. do your thing, Mitch. But uh, Mitch... This is to you, man. You you have made me eat my words these last few weeks. You have played phenomenal. Um, something that I did not see. You know, for Shay. Looking at the rest of the season, you know, if you you would have asked me this question three, four weeks ago, how is the Mitch going to play against the Packers? I probably would have laughed, chuckled a little bit, cracked a beer, and then went on a full tangent. Yeah. I I'm not confident. Don't get me wrong. Don't get this twisted. I'm not confident you're like, telling me that full like,
0: tangent hasn't come already
2: <laughs> i'm talking about the screaming all that bullshit
0: what you i'm telling saying me is, that hasn't happened already not today
2: no continue yeah so anyways like i was saying mitch i will fully apologize for everything i say if he goes out there and has the game of his life on the you know against the packers and look at you know don't give him the contract don't give him any of that Whatever. Like we've stated, you make him go in and earn it next year. But he's starting to piece together an impressive run of games. And in a rivalry game against the Packers, those are, you know, there's a few games every year that pop out on the schedule. Unfortunately, we've made it a lot tougher on ourselves. So those games have been damn near every week. This is a game that gets circled on the schedule every year. These are the games that you need.
1: So, what I want to say with this, guys, is this is also a huge marquee matchup for another reason. This will officially be the 200th game between the Bears and Packers. Obviously, the Packers still lead in the overall series. It is awfully close, but they lead in the series. So, it's kind of cool. 100th year of the NFL. This is a 200th meeting, um, you know, between these two teams. So, obviously, that goes hand in hand with it. Um, but... To me, what what's what I'm concerned about is Mitch. Yes, he has balled out. And you're right. Make me eat my words, but I have concerns. Yes, this, this defense is something he can work around and he can get it the job done. But what's concerning is gonna be this temperature. The ball's not gonna be thrown a lot, you know, thrown deep or thrown around a lot by I think the Bears are gonna get a lot more usage out of David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. So if we can stop being cute and stop being stupid, and play the games you've been playing and manhandle these teams you're supposed to manhandle. This team is beatable. This team is very beatable if you can manage the game up in Lambo. That's what you have to do, and you can do that by controlling it with the run. And that's even including Mitch running the ball. I don't want to hear this crap that I heard this last week saying, oh, well, it, it, you know, it was in the game plan and it, and it worked. They weren't ready for it. Bullshit. You haven't done it for the other 13 weeks because you wanted to make Mitch something he's not. Now, when it comes to Mitch... I will support him, but I'm going to always have that thought in the back of my head that this was never put into effect the first, you know, maybe, okay, maybe 11 weeks of this season where you didn't play him the way he's supposed to be played. Play him to what his talent is. The same thing you're doing with a a lot of other quarterbacks like Lamar, like, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, all these other guys. You're using them to the way that they can. So use Mitch the way you can. I don't need 2.0 offense. I just need the offense that, that Mitch can run. Let him run it. Let him do what he does best. Keep the ball moving. Swing him in and out of the pocket a little bit here and there and and get that motion. That's what he's good at. He can make those throws. Now, when it comes into next year, I said this last week, you still need to go get somebody. I don't care if that's signing somebody behind him that I can feel comfortable with or drafting somebody behind him. When it comes to contract talk, that ain't even a thing of the the conversation. You can worry about a fifth-year option if he plays well whatever. You can worry about a a franchise tag if you need to down the road. You still have another year to worry about that. But it's kind of like what last year was. He started to get it together at the end of the year and then you start this year and he's uh, he falls off. So show it and then continue into the next year and make me confident and that's who you truly are. I have some confidence in him now, but I still have that thought in the back of my head where What's going to happen if we get too fucking cute and too crazy with things? Um, You know, and and matchup wise, guys, I do think, like I did say, I'm concerned about throwing the ball in this weather, but come on. We have Allen Robinson. We have Anthony Miller, who's been on fire as of late. And we're going to see a little bit, probably more of some Riley Ridley this week with with Williams being out and most likely Gabriel, too. So you're going to have a lot of thought, you know, like a lot of work with those guys and, and potentially your tight ends, too. Um Green Bay struggles against the tight end, so hey, we're going to get to see a lot of Holtz again and a lot of Horstead, too. So maybe we'll get a big man Bradley soul touchdown. Um But, Ethan, you hit it. I can't wait to see Akeem Hicks back this week, though. To see him come out there and just... I think he's going to light a fire under that defense even more than they get just by this being Packers week. Um So what... I mean, what else do you have for this?
0: Well, to touch on your run game subject, uh, yeah, seeing as Mike Davis was the leading rusher for the team, in <laughs> One, <laughs> oh uh, god, I'd also hope that that gets fixed. But, uh, no, you said the same thing. You know, the the weather's going to be tough. Um, you know, I'd, you'd like to think that at this point in the week, um, the Bears have been practicing with frozen footballs. Yeah, especially getting uh, Mitch used to that. So, um, but yeah, big load of Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery this week um, has to be. But like you said, I, I think just Akeem Hicks being back will fire up this defense. Um, a week of practice with him, with uh, Pierre Lewis as well. So, uh, hopefully, he got a, a good week of practice under him. You know, the Bears the oh. Bears are the best, pr- the ba- the <laughs> are the best uh, practice team in the league, Aaron. You
1: know I cannot that. wait to see the banner be raised at Hallis Hall at the end of the season. That says we had the best week at practice for all 16 games, you know, but the other thing, there's two things I wanted to bring up really quick too. So David Montgomery is about 300 and I think it was a 20 yards shy of breaking a thousand yards for the season. If this kid would have started all these other games this year, he would have broke a thousand yards without question. Um, sure. So I pose this question to you guys. I, I put it on Twitter. I had, you know, a decent amount of people respond. Um, do you think David Montgomery breaks thousand yards this year in these last three games?
2: Not important. Just win, baby. Well,
1: it's, I know it's not important, but it's just a question I'm posing. That's all, Brandon. You don't gotta you don't gotta give me that. Uh what's he I ever, mean what
2: you said he needs three hundred and twenty. I mean, honestly, I haven't gotten into really my game plan towards this game, but yeah, I, I, I think the thing is he'll get a good dose of carries this week. And you've seen his, his usage go up right around to about 15 to 20 carries every week. And I think that's right. the right amount that he should be getting. I think if you can get him in that 15 to 20 range, get Cohen five to eight, Mitch, you know, he'll, he'll get his three to five, whether it's on scrambles or design runs, that's the best way to divide the carries. But right. three twenty in and three games got my head. I'd, I'll give it to the rookie year finish it strong, but it, it starts this week and we're going to need at least a buck 20 of it this week.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think we do get a buck 20 this week. Um, and you know, the thing is like, I actually, I was watching uh, an interview with the running back coach and he was talking about, they were just talking about Montgomery and, and it's just his willingness to learn and it's his willingness to win uh, in talking about how he doesn't care about his carry rate or or how many carries he gets as long as they're winning and as long as they're getting the job done. They talked about how he loves blocking even for when Mitch runs or blocking, you know, and picking up blitzes. And they said that was the biggest key thing with David Montgomery, that they're the most impressed this year, is his willingness to block and pick up blitzes, um, you know, during the game when, you know, they figured that was going to be something he needed to learn a little bit more of, especially as a rookie. Uh, and then, obviously, they touched on Cohen, too, on how he just likes to win. I don't know how much Cohen likes to win more as he just likes to dance around and have a good time. But, um, you know, it, it just makes me like David Montgomery even more, knowing that that's all he's he really wants to do is he just wants to to win. And whatever puts them in that position to win, he's all about it. And that makes me more excited about the team getting back to the team aspect of everything and being about each other instead of individually. And that's where I think they've increased that the last three weeks. Um, But the other thing I wanted to – actually, I didn't even get to ask Ethan. Do you think he gets the 1,000 yards this year?
0: I was going to say I think it's tough. Um, I think they've shown in the last couple weeks that they rely on the pass game now. Um, I think, like you said, the weather will impact the the offensive game plan this week. But – I still think he falls short of that.
1: Okay, that's respectable. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm on the, I'm on the hype train. Like you like, you know, you, you love yourself some uh, Mitchell Trubisky. I love myself some. No, I, I don't think
0: he finishes at like 800. You know, no, I think and, he gets, and I, I agree. Think he gets I close, but I'm not. Right. I don't think a thousand yards. This my year. heart,
1: my heart tells me he hits a thousand, but my head's telling me he's gonna hit 960 probably. He's like
2: 987.
1: Yeah, right. And I'd be so mad if he missed it by like that slim margin of like fifteen or so. I'd be so mad. I'd be like,
0: fuck you. But um I yeah, I think the gun to my head safe bet is no.
1: Right. But my heart wants it. I just want it for him. You know, it I know it's an easy benchmark nowadays in the NFL to get a thousand yards. I I feel like, but I just want it. I feel like it's a good mark to start your season off of. And I feel like it's a shot to everybody that says Oh, look at the mistake you made about getting rid of Jordan Howard. Well, Jordan Howard's been out for four straight games for the Eagles, so I was gonna say <laughs> there's
0: if, if he hits that thousand marker, even if he gets close to it, I think even right now it's successful. I think he's an underrated. He's. I mean, you're gonna get overshadowed by the the Trubisky talk and stuff like that. But See, I mean,
3: that was a thing, great draft pick. Exactly. That's what you. You know, the thing is, is like we were going to have to pay jordan howard we get away with getting montgomery for he the does low the same
1: thing yeah he does he you does, know the and, and the, the thing, thing is that product.
3: the thing that i like about montgomery the most is just his refusal to go down until that whistle's blown or he knows he's actually down he's still trying to make a play at the you know getting well, downfield
1: he just needs to get a little bit smarter with it because he did get that fumble last that week. That fumble last
3: week, yeah, that one. But yeah,
1: I, I want to bring that up because that was also talked about.
3: I was it's, screaming at my TV for him right. go down. And, I was like, go
1: down, funny. go down. It was called that. He's like, oh, you've got a fumble probably coming up here, whatever. So what I wanted to say about that is Montgomery, it, it'll come with time. Is He just needs to learn, all right, there's a time to fight, and there's a time to know that when – teams teams are going to know you're going to fight. So what they're going to do is they're going to try one player is going to try and hold you up. That second player that comes in or that third player that comes in is going to rip at that ball. 95% of the time he does really well at being able to handle the ball, but he just needs to go okay, if I'm getting tackled by two guys, I just need to go down and not try and fight every step. Get the 3 yards, get the 4 yards and go down. We don't need you to try and get 10 yards and fumble it because the ball gets punched out. That's okay. He's a rookie. I'll excuse that mistake. That's fine. He fights tooth and nail. But the other topic I wanted to bring up actually really quick, and it's actually a player that I want to see utilized a little bit more after some of the stuff that happened last week. We need to get Cordero Patterson the ball a little bit more in his hands. Um, That catch and run he had last week for the first down was fantastic. That was all done by him. He needs to be a Pro Bowler for special teams this year. I know he's second in the league on average kick return uh, yards, but the dude he he doesn't quit, man. The, I tell you on special teams, it, out of this world. He's the the special teams captain, other than you know O'Donnell. But
0: did I you to, listen? Did you listen to the uh, his or Nagy's mic'd up clip this week? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did. He I did talks hear that.
0: To, when he's talking about uh, he's watching the the replay of the. Yeah, from the play from last week, and he's like, "That's what you get when you put the ball in the best, uh, the best you know, the best Return special team. This guy, yeah, something like that." So you know, I think, and, and I think he knows and, that he has to plug him in more. So he I needs think to he's get fully more on board job. with that. But yeah. it can't be, it can't be the single back handoff on third and no. one special. No. When every, yeah, when everyone knows
3: that it's coming. Right. They, when, they, it's, they all right here. This is one thing I will say. Get cute. With Daryl Patterson, when you plug him into the offense, because that's the way to succeed. When we put him in, when we put him in the high formation and, and all that shit, we know what's coming.
1: You know what I want to see now that I think about this because I saw this I think like once or twice last week. What they need to do is they need to do the double end around where it's the you know say like give me a, a Anthony Miller comes from the left side and Mitch tosses it to him, but on the way over to the right side. Miller gives it off to Cordero that goes up the left side or some crazy shit. Like that's when you get cute because Cordero's got the speed and the strength to run anybody over or give him the Cohen treatment, get him the ball in space quick, get him on a quick slant, get him the ball, let him do the work just like last week. I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking the guy needs three to five touches at max, not every game, but when you need it on the line, need to do something to get the ball in his hands in space, not in eye formation, not in a single back, because you know what's gonna happen. You can't run him up the damn middle, just like you can't run Tariq Cohen up the middle. So that is my stop getting cute segment of the week, Matt Nagy. Well,
0: <laughs> well, you're, well you're on the subject of that. I wanted to I was gonna bring it up last week after the game, but the 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 cute play that got blown up and Nagy got he was pissed about it on the sideline. You remember that? It was uh they tried to it was they might have had Cohen in the backfield and whoever was the left tackler, the it was a left tackle blew it. Like he just missed the block completely and it didn't work out to what they had wanted. I don't know what the play looked like. I think it was like an option to the left, but Nagy was pissed off about it on the sideline. You're right. So I don't they're trying to get cute. I don't know. It might work, but I don't know. I how, how are you going to say that you want Nagy to stop being cute, but you want this end around bullshit where people are running up and down the <laughs> I don't. That's I don't understand that. Yeah, like, you can't even crack back you, anymore. Eric, like Eric, you want to you want to so call me weird. out on my quarterback choice, but you yeah, are, you're no. out here. Uh, you're no, out here what pushing I, not being cute. Ethan, shut up.
1: Just shut up about <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. I don't give a shit about him. He's my quarterback for now. You'll I give no a shit about
0: him we win this week, though, Aaron. That's the thing.
1: Right. I will. If he, can, if he can go out there and score three touchdowns in 350 yeah. yards, we'll talk about it. But it is a shit defense, so he better. Um, no, what I'm asking when it comes to cute plays is cute plays that work. With, when I get mad about these cute plays that don't work, it's these stupid plays that he talks about you know, running Tariq up the middle or, you know, doing these little swing, you know, that people know those plays. You need to do it. You need to be smarter about it and set these plays up to be successful. I'm not saying, you know, when you go out there cold and you're trying to run Tariq Cohen up the middle thinking, oh, well, he's going to get a toss or something. No, it's not going to work.
3: Yeah. My thing is, my thing is right now with the offense, they've been, They've been able to score points. Mitch has looked good. Aaron, you brought it up. I brought it up at an earlier point in the season on a podcast. When Mitch is out in space, when he's outside of the tackle box, when Mitch is able to create and do what Mitch does best, that's when he's, you know, that's when he's at his best. You saw one of the, right. you know, one of the best runs that I've seen, you know, from a quarterback this past weekend. That twenty three yarder. Night, you know, on Thursday night, it throws me off. My, my days and all that are all off right
1: now. I apologize. Yeah. Are you talking was, about that 23 yard touchdown run?
3: Yes. That you, touchdown against the Cowboys. That was nuts. And the thing is, we've said it all year. We don't need Mitch to be Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or any of these good or great quarterbacks. Be Mitch Trubisky. Just be Mitch Trubisky. Bring
1: bring. you know, be the guy that we brought you into. You don't have to do too much, right? But here's the but here's the thing, though, Brandon. When it comes to that, it's not. I don't blame him for it. A lot of it this year, because I blame Matt Nagy trying to make him, you know, a game manager, and that's a problem. He's not a game manager. He's an athlete. He can throw the ball decently, you know, in, in situations. He can run. He can move. He's a do playmaker. that.
3: He's, he's a, play- a playmaker when well, when
1: the, when the, when he can be. There's and sometimes. He's a game- but he's a game manager when the game is at the end. That's when you use what he's the best at. But when I talk about what I bring up when I say cute plays, like I was saying, when you get him moving, your cute plays can work a little bit better. But I just don't want to see this this BS, you know, week in and week out with these same type of plays that don't work. That's what I'm talking about, cute. But if you get, you know, motion moving around with Mitch and, and you know, these... Um, you know, these read option plays, these RPOs going. More stuff like that, bringing, you know, Tariq to the backfield and, you know, making an RPO read, okay, maybe that's going to work where, okay, well, maybe now they're concerned about him throwing it short to Anthony Miller and nobody crashes the line and then you can run Tariq up. But, hold on, I'm having a coughing attack because I'm getting angry. I'm not getting angry, I'm just getting hot. So... (laughs) You know, I, it's Packers week, guys. So I, I'm getting furious. Oh you know, getting, shit! I just coughed. Yeah, it's going through the airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So no, it it more comes to the fact of the plays weren't designed well. That's when I say they're getting cute. Um, so we're, you know, Ethan asked me, "Oh, but you want all these other cute plays?" Yes, I do. I would also like to see Akeem Hicks run up the middle and score a touchdown this week, but it's probably not a good option. But I'm just saying when you have a playmaker, though, like and I'm not even saying Tariq because I don't think he's a playmaker that Cordero Patterson is. I just think you need to try and, and get the ball in his hands. Maybe the double end around is is absolutely absurd of an idea. But, you know, I just think you need to try and get it in his hands more and you don't even need to be cute with it. Like I said, a short slant route, get it in, you know, you know, some open field. Perfect. Attack their middle linebackers that are dog shit. And, you know, in Green Bay, I think our two backups are better than their starters. Um, but I don't know. I, I digress on that front. So let's get into the game plan of it, wrap it up here. And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get the game idea over here and talk about predictions and wrap up the show for the night. Um, so, Brandon, what do you what do you got? Um, you know, like we said, we kind of were going over the game plan in general. But what do you think?
3: All right, so I'll reel back a couple of the points. I didn't know it was going to be five fucking degrees out on Sunday. Probably should check my weather app. But I got the Bears. I got the Bears 24-15 to 15 this weekend. The Packers, if you've watched them the last few weeks, their offense has not been scoring a lot of points. They've also not looked on the same page. I, like I've stated on this podcast week in and week out, have the luxury of being able to watch you know damn near every game every week. Uh, because where I work at actually has NFL Sunday tickets, so that's definitely dope. But I've been able to watch a lot more Packers games <laughs> than I would like to say that I should be able to. And the last few weeks, this, this offense has not looked well. I would say dating back at least to the San Fran game. So, like I said, Bears 24-13. Ethan, take the on this one. Uh,
0: I also changed my prediction. Uh, Mid podcast here. I originally was going to say 28 to 13, but uh, after considering the weather, um, I am going to go 17 to 10. Um, I think this defense holds Rodgers late. Uh, I mean, listen, this game has the makings of we've seen it all where Rodgers has let him down the field, Hail Mary style, whatever. This isn't the same. This isn't the same Packers team. The Bears will stomp the Packers. It'll be close. 17 to 10. It'll be close. But the Bears, in terms of football, will stop the Packers this week.
1: So, so Brandon, who, what did you have again? 24 what? 24-13. 24-13 for a Bears win. Woo. Woo. That's a hefty score. Um... You know, I wanted to go with a back to back thirty-one point uh, you know, scoring games and, and make, you know, uh some crazy bet with Ethan, but I'm not gonna do that. Um, you know, I, I think we're gonna get a twenty one to seventeen Bears win this week. Um I think it's gonna be, you know, a little more scoring than expected, but still a crazy looking game. So I'll go right away and ask you, uh, Brandon, what do you have or who do you have for Yeah, just, just one player of the game.
3: Offensive side of the ball, like I said, it's gonna be a David Montgomery game. This is gonna be one of those games where between the tackles we're gonna to have to win. We need to win up front, establish the run game early, and then let Mitch be Mitch. Not you know, we need to take very good control of the ball. I don't know if it's going to snow or not, or if there is snow going on in Green Bay. Uh, some of our listeners, I'm sure you're all dealing with a little bit of snow. We'll see how it is out there on Sunday, but I want to see at least 20 carries to David Montgomery this weekend.
1: Fair enough. And he, you know, he needs
3: to get over 100 yards with that 20, with those 20.
0: Fair enough. Ethan, who do you have? I agree. It comes down to the run game. I think David Montgomery is key this week. Um also I can't go against Mitch, so uh, I think he's gotta be good this week. Uh in terms of getting getting this offense ready. Um, especially to play in Lambo. It's gonna be loud. Obviously it's the Bears Packers rivalry game. Uh those crazy cheeseheads don't care what the temperature is, they'll come out in, in full gear. So uh but yes, I do believe David Montgomery is key this week as well, so uh I'll stick with him.
1: All right, you guys are both going David Montgomery. I have officially gone off the rails with my pick. And Ethan is going to love this one. I'm going Mitch Trubisky this
0: week. Welcome aboard, baby.
1: <laughs> I got to roll with it. It's Packers it. week. I really should go. I should go flip side on the opposite side of the ball because we didn't even talk about this guy. <clears throat> Leonard Floyd showing up this week, guys. Because you know why? Why? Because it's All Packers right. week. That's yeah, what's going to happen.
0: That, I'm, the, I'm the crazy one.
1: Well, I don't give a shit if you think I'm crazy or not. Leonard Floyd shows up two times a year. Packers game one, Packers game two. That's it. Can't wait to see him sack Rogers, And then he's going to go like this, guys, because you guys can see me. Our fans can't. I could share a video later, but he's going to go like this. Talking about that money. And I'm going to just laugh because I'm going to go, you already got your fifth year option. Shut the hell up. You're useless. I don't want you on my team anymore. But it is what it is. I also, I just want to throw this out there, guys. I really do want a haha pick, just to shove it in Rogers' face. I really do. How great would it be for haha to get a, like a pick six and just wave at Rogers? Bye bye as the game ends or something. Um, I'm just, I'm just speaking crazy, but
0: it'd be That's nice. My to late see. game stop. There you go. We'll incorporate that in my late game stop prediction.
3: <laughs> I was, was going to say too the way the Packers offense have been looking the last few weeks this is the last defense he wants to see on his schedule.
1: Especially while they get, you know, rolling and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and they've been playing they've been playing pretty well the last few
0: weeks, but um hey, if you go back to last season, I know it's different because we were at home last year but the game that we clinched the division, you know, we ended that, you know, passing streak of no interceptions whatever. Yep. I don't know why we can't do it again. The pa- I guess it's the Packers have the not move. been looking good. They've been squeaking by with these wins, but you know everyone still thinks they're the best team. They're not. They're not because
1: we, we haven't been getting turnovers. So that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know if it happens. But um, you know, with with our score predictions, we all have them winning. Um, you know, a little little bit of uh, hoopla. Ethan's got the stinker of the week. I didn't even check. Uh, What do we got for over under on this game? 40 points. Oh, boy. And we and me and Brandon took the over. Or no, actually, you took. Yeah, we all actually are under. Yeah, we're all.
3: I don't. I mean, 40 40 points is low. But, I mean, that's. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, that's. uh, I think. It's essentially six touchdowns. So. If there's nothing else to say on that front, I have an announcement, guys, to make, which actually goes hand in hand with your 40 and a half over under for the Bears. If you guys are any bit of uh, betters around here, we have now been sponsored by a new app called Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a cool and tough DSF app that is uh, based around prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process. They have eliminated the unnecessary hours of research by using only the top tier athletes. Instead of your traditional salary cap format, uh, as per in other DFS leagues, you can build your lineup purely around prop bets. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets and you pick uh, and you're protected with late scratches, postponed games, all that type of stuff. Each unique prop has an over-under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded for the point value if that prop is correct. For example, uh, Tom Brady will throw for over 250 yards, over-under on that. The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points uh, that your choice will be rewarded to you. You build your team and your score around those types of bets if you are correct that you select. Also, you can go sign up now, use the promo code, on tap all caps o n t a p and once you deposit your first ten dollars thrive will give you an additional ten dollars so grab a beer hashtag guys crack them as always and enjoy a more convenient way to play some dfs daily fantasy sports also guys as always make sure you go to on check out all of our great articles all of our bears content Bulls contest White Sox flying out, Cubs stuff going on. Uh, You know, we got our Irish guys here as well. I do some fantasy stuff. Also, like we said, go to Twitter and follow at BeatOn300, at Ethan underscore Wiles 10. 300 for three. 300
0: for three for Trubisky.
1: Shut the hell up. Your jersey's
0: on. (laughs) Start start betting in the app, baby. 300 for three.
1: There you go. Well, hey, there's your prop bet. I'll have to go look and find that number for sure. You can also follow me at Premier Amp. Make sure you follow our main page at ontapsportsnet.com and follow Bears on Tap. Also, guys, as we said to close up the show, all of us have the Bears winning this one in a cold, frigid game up in Shitstain Lambeau Field. Guys, I cannot wait for this game. Let's hope for the best. And Brandon, any final words for these fine Chicago Bears fans for Packers week?
2: Bear down.